Grab yourself a piece of cheesecake and head out to the Latin Atlanta. Oh my God. I'm so excited about today's show because it's Golden Girls theme. Gay Weekly Roundtable starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Thank you. Truly, if there was ever going to be a time I was stuttering, Stanley, it would be on knowing this theme song is about to be playing, <laughs> which. I would dare to say it could be my favorite song of all time. <laughs> Genuinely, it, it brings me peace. Let's introduce ourselves first because we have a very special show. I am Adam Salandra. You can find me on social media at Adam Salandra. Hi, friends. I am Tony Moore, and you can find me on all social media platforms at Lounge with Tony or my website, loungewithtony.com. And I'm Blake McIver, and you can find me everywhere at Blake McIver or Facebook at Blake McIver Official. And Ooh, with so us official. today, legendary guest an original writer of the Golden Girls, among many other things, Stan Zimmerman. Yay! Is with us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank, thank you for, for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being a friend. Exactly. Come on, let's <laughs> there it is. Let's, get, let's get that one out of the way. Just that I one appreciate your shirt, Stan. Yes. As I'm wearing. I'm getting so a lot of, uh, yes you are. I'm right. getting a lot of Golden Girls shirts now, so it's a collective. Collective. Yes. I need to start too. Yes. Yes. Mm, I have a ball, so lot of... Keep sending them. Exactly, yeah. Gifts. <laughs> Give out your address gifts. at the end. Yes. yes. Where can they find you on social before I forget? Uh, ZimmermanStan.com. But I think we need to start a Let's Boycott Twitter at, because of the president yeah. thing today. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a great idea. I think they need to shut him down right now. That is online bullying. And I know Melania, that's her issue. So yeah. Oh, it is. I'm sure yeah, that she'll, be, she'll be taking care of it. Yeah, I'm oh. sure she will. So oh, I, maybe we need God. to start that. Get that going here. I think that's great. A, a, boy, a Twitter boycott. Yeah, yeah. I did see people su- say, like, suggesting, let's just shut him down on all social media. And how amazing, honestly, would it be? That'd be wonderful. Well, I mean, well that's his oxygen. Right. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Make a difference. Yeah. Doesn't he have things to do, though? Like, <laughs> well, that I is all. That's like, I don't. Question. I don't get. Like, no, I, Jared is doing them all, so he doesn't oh have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. it's just so weird to have a president that is that rants more than some of my friends do. Uh, but I don't no, believe that. More. Actually, <laughs> well, do I have any idea what you're like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the I'm also psychic. Yes. I have a question actually about uh, this. Obviously, it's Only a nightmare time, pl- and then you're then you're free to <laughs> go. That's it. And then we're so that's it. That's it. <laughs> no, but about speaking of Trump, obviously it's a nightmare. But as a comedy writer, are, you're able to pull things out of it, or is it just too too far into despair at this point? To be honest, it, it kind of irks me a little when I see because uh, I'm a big political news junkie uh-huh. watching TV, and when they laugh about it, these are people's lives here, and I have a lot of people yep. that have been affected by it. Right about the travel ban, and I have friends that were born in other countries and they are told by their lawyers they can't leave this country and they're scared for their life. So I, I can't laugh that way. Sure. But I did decide, but first right after the election, like all of us, I kind of got into the covers and I'm not coming out right. for four years. Right. Right. And then quickly I said, no, 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 we have to use what our God-given talents to bring laughter or insight or some kind of art. I'm just going to keep making art real strong every day for the next four years. So I love that. That's exactly. why I've directed four plays in six months this year. That's right? amazing. Wow. Like Already. an insane person. I did yeah. just did two in Fringe Festival. And how was yeah. it? It was fantastic, so I'm not stopping. I love it. Yeah. Good. Well, thank God. Yeah. We, 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 we can't have it. you stop. Exactly. It is, and it is historically. Like, art flourishes in times of oppression or Absolutely. in times of bad regimes. Which is what we're in, and it's certainly, I do think, a lot of that's going to start pouring out even more than it already has. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had Kathy Griffin controversy, but I think that uh, leaving Trump and everyone's name out of it, good art will be bubbling to the surface. And the whole thing with the Julius Caesar and Shakespeare in the Park. And yeah. Yes. Yes. That. yes. And so that's been interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah. Okay. Well, how do we that, get to that? That's enough of that. Support the public. Let's get back to a much better topic. The gals. The gals. First of all, can you talk about your experience getting on because of Essentially, right out of college, you started working there for the most part. Is that true? I like to say it was a junior high project. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. Middle school. I don't want anyone connecting the dots. He was yeah. a middle school you, comedy prodigy. Exactly, yes. That's what I did. Yes. Um, I believe it. We, uh, you go in when you, they had read some spec scripts at Jim Berg and I, who was my, my writing partner yeah. and still is, uh, to come in and meet on this new show. It hadn't been on the air at all, and it was, we just heard it was about a bunch of four old ladies. That's all we knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to watch the pilot, and then we walk in and you pitch a bunch of uh, ideas for episodes. And we're sitting in the couch, much like this, 
and the room wasn't as hot as this, but I felt it was. <laughs> yeah, okay, you so we're taking you back. You were sweating back. just oh as God. much, yeah. Sense memory. <laughs> they were like, no, 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 no. We're like, okay, not meant to be. Sure. We're walking out the door, literally in the door jam, something came over me. I turned around and I said, what if Rose's mother came to visit? And they said, huh, sit down. We came back in the room, we broke the story, which means we laid out the story and, and what that would be like about her treating her mother like a little girl when she's actually the mother. Mm -hmm. And we ended up writing that, being immediately brought on staff. We got nominated for a Writer's Guild Award for that wow. episode. That's wow. and for that episode. That episode. And there we were, uh, first season, watching that all unfold. At the time, again, nobody believed that that show would work Yeah, that people would watch it because it has a bunch of old ladies. That yeah. gave me true chills because literally one idea last minute if you didn't say it your you entire been life out would the be door. I'm right. in the parking lot yeah. right. you know right. and I'm going back to we actually and this will date me too but we had gotten an episode of Valerie Harper's show which we then mm. had to turn down uh, because we're saying well we're right here Golden Girls about that since Golden Girls wasn't a hit yet or even on what was your idea were you like well we need a job but I don't know about four older women or, or no we loved writing for women and yeah. with, obviously I mean it was be Arthur and Rue McClanahan. Oh, that's true. Right. You knew the cast. I right. forgot about so that. So we knew the cast, yeah. and then uh, I had come from New York where I went to NYU, and I had seen uh, Estelle Getty in Torch Song Trilogy, and she was so hysterical right. and lovely. And we're like, this is this had such potential. So we were very excited to delve into those characters, and it was a really funny pilot. Yeah. But we just didn't know. And then, because back then we didn't have computers where you see the ratings you know every minute of the day yeah. so each uh, week when the table read because the show ran on Saturday and then we would read on Monday they would announce the ratings and they would say uh, for this week we're number 22 and it was like oh my god we're 22 and the next week it would be like we're 15 and then we're 4 and then we're like oh my god how did this happen and everyone was so thrilled to see the sure it's amazing like right, right. Yeah. but even then even when it was a huge hit could you have ever imagined that However many years yes. later, we're talking about that. Talking, I, loving I, it, celebrating it. it. Yeah, it, it goes through peaks and valleys, but it's one of those shows where I just feel like there's no one that doesn't like it, and mm -mm. all ages, which is the coolest <laughs> thing that it really is. And I would stand on the stage, and I would see these wonderful actresses to my left, and then to the right would be the stadium seating of the audience that would come to laugh every week. Right, every age group. Yeah, and they're laughing. I'm going. They're laughing at what I wrote to these women, and like, how did I luckily land wow. here? And Amazing. it was very exciting because I was in one of the first people of my group in my age that you know had like a decent job and then sure, like, I'm sure of course. And, like, right out of junior high. Right, leave my parents' Damn. house and go right for the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, never look back. The yeah. dream, yeah. truly. Dream. I mean, they. I was just telling Sam before the show. I don't know if you guys saw, but last month. There were literally three tabloids that had the Golden Girls on the cover mm -hmm. about probably secrets or backstage or whatever. Oh, uh -huh. I read that. I mean, yeah. 30 years later, still we're still speculating. Still about, to me. Well, I do want to write a book called uh, The Girls from Golden to Gilmore about all the wonderful women that I've had oh, to work you should, with. Because and some things people say, well, can you wait a little bit longer so you can really talk about them? Like sure. There's some stories I have on Golden Girls, which I'd love to say today, but... You know, I we still have need, one. We still have we, one with us. We need some yeah. time. I, I thank God we do, but yeah, please come back God. when we don't. Because okay. um, that's, that's, I'm already interested. I do in have guests. Yeah, exactly. I do have a question about someone who isn't with us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Which is okay. did, being there so early at the beginning. Yeah. Um, did you ever? Were you aware of the Elaine Stritch sort of connection to? originally being considered for Dorothy. Was there ever an audition or footage? Or and I'm like completely obsessed no, with this. No, I thing. heard about... <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I heard about the Betty White, Ruth McClanahan character switch. I wasn't really sure about Elaine Stritch until years later when she started doing her one-woman show. Right, and started talking about it. opening night, actually. At and Liberty. Uh, yeah, Get the DVD a, if you don't have it. Oh, what a great show. My, <laughs> friend, my friend Scott Sanders produced it, and I got to go to the opening, and... So I think then I started hearing stories about, about that. that yes. I've been obsessed with that story since At Liberty, and you know, I mean, I'm assuming that Elaine was telling the truth, but yeah, it's, I've I, heard it. The more I've I hear it, it gets not as exact. Not as quite as yeah. that. She thought she really was going to be hers, and uh, but she was up for it. I, I do yeah, believe she that was is up for true. It. She yeah, came yeah. She read, oh, but she, I mean, it's her I would show. give way too much money for that audition tape. Yeah, way, way, way. I would be broke. But can you imagine? 
Of, I, I mean, I assume no, but anyone else in any of those roles, it's just so... No. I mean, oh, it's impossible now, to like, imagine. The beginning, like, but, yeah. could it have... I feel like every piece, including you guys, everyone on board, just had to be there. Well, that's to what I always it. say. I hit TV shows, lightning in a bottle. You, when you go on your pitches show, you, no matter what you say, you don't know. Sure. It has to be the right cast, the right pilot story, the right time in history, the right time slot. Yeah. I mean, less so now, but... Uh, so you just, yeah. you just don't know. Yeah, you don't which know. I, that re- that's what I wanted to ask you. It was on a Saturday night, which would never happen now. Was it but more I common then? Understand. Yeah, so Saturday night was a big night the, in well, television okay. because yeah. people I were think home. They are still home, but right. I think the networks didn't figure out a way to financially do it. I think mm-hmm. if we could, I would love to bring comedies back to Saturday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like as a kid, I would watch it with my babysitters and I would watch the whole CBS lineup. Or, yeah. Or, uh, yep. And they had comedy after comedy and then NBC did and and I still think there is an area for it and that's like how they had TGIF on ABC right yeah well I mean that was my whole lifeblood for a couple years ago they started talking about bringing that back I think there's room for it uh, but they never quite did it Uh, I think if you could make some good cheap multi-cam shows I think but they kind of let that go and now Netflix is making that right which is and Disney Channel has kind of taken over that (coughs) that area yeah the network yeah that's true that's true they kind of own multi-cam right now but they don't have to (laughs) (laughs) they don't actually own it (laughs) yes so but just take someone you know kind of brave and go hey let's give this a whirl do it nothing to lose you can really and then which is crazy because like Big Bang is making the most right. amount of money in residuals and syndication. Mm-hmm. So that is super strange. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. it's clearly working. And clearly. And can work. Yes. And can generate money forever and ever and ever. For sure. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll. Okay. I don't want to jump right. ahead. We'll okay. get to. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll link that okay. to something else okay. later. But um, what was it? I mean, I, what was it like? Obviously, gay men. We can relate to these women. We have since. I mean, it, it's they've been linked forever. But as a junior high or right out of school I mean did you ever struggle to relate or was it an instant like connection to the characters uh, as a gay man or as a as a, a, as, a, a as a as a younger <laughs> gay like the age wise well, that you were but most people do not understand what it was like in Hollywood and writing back then uh-huh. when I tell this people are, are kind of shocked because we've lived through Ellen and Will and Grace mm-hmm. but you could not be an outrider in Hollywood on staff even for Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, you know, you come back after a weekend and everyone's talking about parties and things they went to, I couldn't say I was in West Hollywood or at Studio One or at a gay bar or I had a date with a guy. You just, we were told, you don't talk about that at work and if you have a function with the show, you bring a woman, a beard, to events. That's um, what I wanted to ask yeah. you about because I heard that you said then. that. Yeah. And it but when we got on stage, Estelle Getty, one of the first days we were there, it might have even been the first day, I don't remember, but she pulled us and she says, come here, come here, and she pulls us back behind the set, and she said, you guys, you're one of us, and I thought she meant a Jew. <laughs> she meant gay, because she considered herself kind of gay because her whole, all by her family, I, by, with Harvey and, yeah. Song, yeah. and yeah. all of her friends were all the gay boys from the show. Yeah. So I we're love like, yes, that. Yeah, you're right. yeah, can't <laughs> say it. Quiet. That is so, so it's always cool. a wink, wink. But yeah. and then we just became super buddies and got to go to her birthday party. And, um, she lived on Hollywood Boulevard in a two-floor apartment building across from, um, you know, those outdoor gardens where you can rent spaces? Uh-huh. Yeah, across from there. And we're just sitting in her little two-bedroom apartment. And then in walks Rue McClanahan and Betty White together. I guess they drove together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, wow, what world is this What's in? What's happening? And then she came to my 30th birthday party, Estelle did. And uh, uh, I should give you that picture. It's that's probably somewhere. Ama- yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's down. out there. You know, she was like this little person. She was just a sweetheart. I, 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 I miss her a lot. I love that. I read yeah. that about her. But it's shocking to me. I mean, I get it was a different time. But as not a, uh, the, a celebrity star of the show, just people behind the scenes couldn't be out is so crazy to me especially knowing how many gay men there obviously were working in every aspect of it we were the only ones on staff oh. and at that time and mark cherry you know he came along after and yeah he's been very sweet about acknowledging how we kind of paved the way for that oh, i love that and and then once we got closer to the writers later on in the season we could kind of open up and then i've gone on to work with um uh Finero and nathan who were a writing team on the show and 
So then we obviously were completely open. Sure. Did you, throughout your career, did you feel the shift professionally in terms of being able to be out? Or did it just kind of happen? Yes. Uh, the LA Weekly, which is a free paper in LA, uh, they were doing a story about people that were still in the closet in Hollywood and would you come out? And they asked us and our agent said, don't do it. And I just like, we have to do it. Yeah. I'm not hiding who I am. And we got our picture taken on the back lot at Warner Brothers and there it was in the paper and after that we just we never looked back and, wow. you, know, and you never started, worked again and that was it that <laughs> was my career um, you know and then doing things for Out Magazine and Advocate yeah, and, right. and uh, that was very important for us to to talk about it and hopefully inspire other people and other write, young writers and gay writers to come to work and be who you are I love that or whatever job you want a true pioneer there you go yeah. so thank yeah. you I mean truly yeah, thank you Indeed. Yeah, right <laughs> exactly we it's need to petition for that <laughs> yeah okay they're just waiting for a lifetime achievement to be, you know, they know you have too much more to give. So I have, well, I, I hope so. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, a question for everyone, including you. Okay. Bef uh, who is your favorite character from the show? Oh, that's that's easy for Any me. Any character does the four. Of, well, since you asked okay. both, but <laughs> but I want to get to you last okay. because I have some follow up questions. Okay. Well, mine is obviously because I. I'm most like her is uh, Sophia. Oh, is that what you say, Blanche? I, I you like her. You Wait, before. did you say Blanche? I, th I was hoping because of the jokes we made oh, before we no. started rolling. I can never. I'm more of a Sophia because I'm very sassy and witty and yeah. like judgy a little, <laughs> but warm and very and witty, loving, lovable. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. You I can, will, I can, I can walk short. into a, yeah, and just a short, very short, very teeny, shiny. That's beautiful. Who's yours? You've met my mother, right? <laughs> so you know. Yeah, that's that. I never thought of. I never right. put them together. So I'm Blanche. <laughs> I have a Blanche in the house. Yes. But my mother does look like a Rue reincarnate. Truly. Like when you think about it. But like stepped right out of almost any age. <laughs> Somehow you're like kind your mom. Of, like yeah, yeah, she kind of yeah. I love that. I don't know what pills she's taking. Mine but. growing <laughs> up was always Rose, and then I, when I got a little older, I switched to complete Dorothy Why? and I, I I there was something I loved about Rose growing up she reminded me of my great aunt and was just so like loving motherly and I probably would have picked Dorothy last because I didn't get how like that sense of humor was so funny mm -hmm. but then the second I did and like really understood be as an actress I, I was like I couldn't stop it was like when YouTube first came out when I made the switch and it was just like B. Arthur video after B. Arthur video and I tr I mean I've seen every episode so many times but still with her the little thing she does mm, gets me every time but yours yeah well to speak on B. Arthur and the brilliance of her yes because a lot of times like if uh they break up the writing staff, so uh -huh. some people will be in the room working on that script, and then if we're having problem areas of, like, we can't figure out the end of a scene, they would send me and Jim and Chris Lloyd, who created, co-created A Modern Family, mm -hmm. worked below us. So the three of us would go in a room, and they'd say, figure out the blow or the end to the scene. And we figured out that Dorothy, B. Arthur, would not have to say anything. <laughs> exactly. When we figured that out, I was like, no words. Yes, yeah. just, yeah. She just could just reaction. turn and look. If we could set that up properly and get a laugh, like how many other actresses could just turn and give that it eye? So and then true. as a writer, knowing that you could trust that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that you so could... amazing. So, I mean, that is a God-given gift. For so Exactly. That's and that's why. exactly what I mean. But, yeah. Uh, just as a writer, I'm like a parent. I can't Sure, I, I, I love that. them all for many reasons. I love Rue because she was the real, true actress of the group, and she would always come to us and want to talk about character. Oh, motivation. I love that! And I love that. The others never really brought that. They're up. like, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> we got that one. We're but ready. She wanted to really get into like our mindset and what were you thinking? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. which and you appreciate as a well, writer. I loved yeah. as a, as an acting student from NYU. Sure, yeah, right. I so. Of course. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was really. I love that. And then also for her, uh, when we discovered, because we really listened to, uh, if we had words with an ER at the end, mm -hmm. it just sounded kind of like butter yeah. instead of butter. So yeah. we just started like... Based on the accent. 
yeah, you know, counter, uh, dinner, that we, we, you'll now see in our script everything ended in ER. For I her. love that. Yeah. Just the way she just talks like that, but with an ER. That southern twang. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then discovering for Betty White those long stories. Because when you're working <laughs> on a new show, you look at, well, what worked in the pilot? And then, sure. so then, oh my God, this whole thing. And then seeing everyone react to it. So that's the fun of being on a show at the beginning. That right. you can really discover those moments and obviously those work so that they keep that's why you keep having those long stories oh <laughs> those stories and were the best yes, and most were random just go off and like yeah. you know creating the whole thing all up and all those stories and some of those words and uh-huh. yes. but once again then it was the reactions that made them e- e- lifted yeah. them even yeah. higher oh yeah. for sure that was actually going to be one of my questions is how did they once you got to know the actresses more which you're already saying this happened were you able to write more for them as opposed to just like these characters well that's in a first season you're hearing what do they do well and right. so we kept going for those kind of things so then when we did the diamond a door handle you know when she that's how you tell a story yeah 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 so we made fun of her telling the story bada boom bada bang yeah and the Frank Sinatra thing with the phone yes like those kind of <laughs> things we could make fun of mm-hmm. um, then we love challenging characters mm-hmm. I mean the one thing I wish the show did more of is those characters were kind of all the same they felt that it had to be evergreen at that time mm-hmm. which means they start and kind of end they're in a little bit but they kind of the same each episode the four so, main ladies yeah so yeah. that you could just rotate the episodes over and over and over again which is maybe why it's still yeah. playing yeah that's so why it's still playing that was that. a good idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I loved doing Roseanne where you saw people change uh-huh. that, for was, sure. that was more that like one. real life to me yeah, yeah. But so we like to challenge characters. So then we th- we're thinking story episodes. Well, what would challenge Blanche? Because we like we need a Blanche main A story, hmm. and to challenge someone who's so sexual, so have her teacher proposition her with sex. Yeah, and then she's torn. Well, I want sex, but I don't want to lose my dignity, and and how that came about. Yeah, so that was a really cool. Yeah. I love that. When, so, but when you asked that question before, do you have a favorite of a not one of the non-main ladies? Um. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just because you asked, I thought, oh, maybe um, you do. But <laughs> I mean, I love the episode that we did with Jeanette Nolan. That was a very difficult um, episode to film, and she had a lot of dialogue. Who did was, she play? She played Rose's mother. Oh, oh and that was the I one. I like Dirk. He was very handsome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Were you the writer for that one? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> when they cast him, I'm like, okay, that's a tall man. So that works. That's actually, since you were talking about how you even couldn't be out in LA, which was, I assume, even still more liberal than the rest of the country, despite I mean, you'd that. You'd be out going to clubs and things, but right. you weren't out. But so, how room. was it? Did you have to fight for to write episodes with gay themes, or they were open to it? Luckily, the show was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, every show is different, and the fight we had with Roseanne and the Kiss episode, yeah. and that. ABC said we're not gonna let you film it and then Tom and Roseanne said we're filming it and if you don't want to air it we're gonna buy it back from you and buy time on HBO and we'll play it there so that became this crazy news event that I would work all day at the studio and write it and then come home and it would be on the level and and they're talking about it like it's a news event I'm like (laughs) I just that was very odd but exciting you know a few seconds of a kiss the yeah. controversy that that would cause, but obviously we needed to get through that to get to Ellen, to get to sure, of course, exactly. Yeah, Which is at the again, time we, did, we didn't know we unnecessary didn't know. step. And again, that was challenging a character uh, that you thought Roseanne was so liberal and cool. Well, what would kind yeah. of fluster her? Well, she gets kissed by a woman. Yeah. Well, and then do I like it? Was it weird? Was it this? Was it that? Um, and then the reverberations within her family. Sure. Well, how does Dan feel about it? And. I love that. And there, there felt like there was such a... Like, does Roseanne have a love for lesbians? Uh, well, supposedly I heard that her sister is. Okay, I that's... I, was, I, was, I heard that too, I didn't know if it was true. Jackie to be lesbian, and then that just kind of went into a whole different direction. Yeah. So then, you know, Martin but then Ball her mom and Sandra Byrne had yeah, hard. Right. Yeah. The mo- I mean, then it just got crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just <laughs> like kept... Everyone in Lambert. Avalanche. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oddly enough, I was lucky enough uh, in 2015... To go to Moscow to help them develop a Russian Roseanne. That, I just read that mm-hmm. and was wow. crazy and scary, and I didn't want to go yeah. for many reasons: being Jewish, being gay. Yeah, like 
and I had the best time. I met great people. That's amazing. Yeah, a great I opportunity mean, aside from terrifying. Terrifying. Right. But then figuring out even how to date in Moscow and how to figure uh, that out. Oh, I love out. that. Wow. And that was interesting and because you oh, don't really like how, dating yeah. anywhere. How do you do it? Yeah, how yeah, do you date you, anywhere? But, anywhere, yeah. Uh, their whole thing was don't ever obviously invite anybody up to your apartment. Sure. Right. Uh, so everyone there you met at a monument. I'll meet you by the guy with the sword or the one on the horse. And because I couldn't pronounce anything, I don't speak Russian. <laughs> yeah, right. And everyone said, when you go for a walk, and I guess you just, because I'm sure people have heard the stories of, you know, people being abducted and oh, yeah. murdered and set up and, and set up uh, on these things of and filmed during it. Yeah, it's so horrible. Awful. Yeah. Um, so you'd go for a walk, and I'd be like, can we go for a walk? With a glass of wine, or <laughs> yeah, there be like, something else. Yeah, something else. There a cup, yeah, a cup of yeah, coffee, something. So it's there was just, no just Studio One, one equivalent no, in I mean, Moscow. There was nothing there. There was no Abbey, you know, East. <laughs> Abbey <laughs> East. The Eastern European there, Abbey. But I did go to. Uh, there's a, a restaurant called Propaganda there, and they had gay night and oh, gay cool. restaurant, and it's so like, interesting. Yeah, and it's going to a gay bar and the go-go dancers like. Everywhere you go, there's yeah, like they're right. there, there, there right. always there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Why was it um, now that they were interested in doing a version of Roseanne? Do you know? I don't know why. It's so uh, it feels they had talked. They tried Cosby Show, which was interesting because he was just a doctor. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, yeah right. right. What is that show? Yeah, so, so that true. didn't happen. Yeah, uh, I think they felt how could they do a show with a female lead and that became a big question and will people allow a female lead you know because they had done Everybody Loves Raymond oh, they it's did. called The Veronins there and it's actually still going on uh, Phil Rosenthal did a documentary about going over to Moscow to, to help with that, that, that I was, and I had a driver and a translator and an apartment and I lived wow. over there and That's crazy. just survived four, four months was it? it was two months and then I came back here and then did another two months I, I would do it again it that's was, crazy that's cool. so that's cool yeah. what do you think of it? the reboot uh, reboot here happening uh, Roseanne yeah. I'm very excited to see it uh-huh. I hope it happens uh-huh. uh, you know she's tried to do a couple series along yeah. the way yeah. uh, I'll be very curious to see where she is politically well, that's she's, mm-hmm. she's talked thing. about I'm not going to do a Trump thing and blah 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 I, to me I love that she spoke for this voice in America that had never really been spoken for on a sitcom. Right. And I love that that, that that was phenomenal right. and it needed to be and still hasn't been. Yeah. Know, a lot of these shows are just living in this weird world but they talked right. about mm-hmm. the struggles I don't have money and how do you get by and, and but you still at the end of the day believe that family loved each other. For yeah, sure. And finding yeah. money in the couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, let me look here. Yeah, <laughs> see if you can uh, find a coin something over here. And eventually lottery winners. Yeah. Well, let's, we don't talk. Yeah. About that. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Say that? Uh, I think I, I feel like towards the end of that, it just kind of got that, a little. Yeah. It got a little weird. But then but that everything was earlier she was, was writing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was there the last year that Tom and Roseanne were together, mm. and they had the three-way marriage. It was just a crazy year. We did pot smoking that year, and the lesbian. I kiss, love that episode. That was, was it really oh, fun to write. That was the one when uh, they were in the, bathroom. In the, bathroom. In the tub. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the tub? Am I shrinking? <laughs> yeah. I love that That line. was really fun. It's so yeah. good. We got yeah. to do a lot of cool subjects that year. What yeah. was it like to work with her? Or maybe you didn't was it her? get to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was very, I mean, I loved the show uh-huh. from the beginning. And we got actually got offered the job in the first season and turned it down. Oh really? Crazy, mm. right? I don't, I don't oh, know wow. why. We just they wanted us to do this extra long contract, and they hadn't cast Laurie or John. Mm. I loved her from seeing her on talk shows and and Johnny Carson and stuff. And yeah, I thought mm. that she was fantastic. It, I don't know. We just didn't do it. Didn't but then it came back around to us, and we grabbed it. And um, she was in an odd place. <laughs> so when we got there, she I think she just had plastic surgery, uh, which mm-hmm. was a, a weird facial color. And also her hair was dyed jet black. So we went to their house for the party. And I'm like, who is this woman? Literally in Dorothy from Wizard of Oz gingham dress. Uh-uh. Orange face, black hair, and Asian eyes. Oh. Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, who's that woman? And I'm like, that would be Roseanne. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And um, we were told, don't let her see the whites of your eyes because then she'll fire you. There were over 21 writers on the show that year. That was the year they gave out T-shirts. I'm sure you heard that story. No. So the first day, they lined up all the writers, and we each got a number T-shirt. Oh, that's right. Because they didn't want to get to know your name, because then they would feel bad about firing you. So you're, you're just a number. Yeah. When you say they, the producer. Tom and Roseanne. Oh. Yeah. You stand in line. We're going to hand these out. Isn't this funny? 
I didn't really get how demeaning it was. I was just like, my birthday's the 13th. I want to say I'm getting my number. I'm getting my 13th. That's all I cared about. <laughs> right. Um, so I always stood behind the tallest person so she wouldn't see me. And then... Because, uh, would she be angry or... No. What? Well, she could be angry. She could be anything. Oh, you just didn't know. We didn't know. It, but if yeah. she saw you, you. Yeah. Out. You're fired. Boom. Go. Wow. Or she would wow. say... Rah, rah, yeah, it actually yeah. terrifies me to truly imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> so I would come down to the run-throughs of who's tall. And I would still stand here. <laughs> oh, wow. And then when we wrote the Lesbian Kiss episode, she was like, Who wants it? Who wrote this? Come here. I'm like, no, no, don't make me go. And she obviously loved it. Yeah. yeah. And so then we were kind of like... You can show your whites a little bit. You can look her in the eyes. Number sometimes. thirteen, you're okay by me. Yeah, yeah, so that was cool. But then they had a big breakup, and we became Tom's guys because he would run through the mm. halls and say, "Where are my gay guys?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you graduated from a number to the gay guys. That's yeah, great. So that's good. Progress. Progress. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, a little more that. descriptive. So that's uh, nice. And then uh, she was on a, a series of medications. And one episode, we were doing a table read, and then her and Tom went behind the set screaming, yelling, I don't know what was happening. All of a sudden we hear a door slam. She's gone. Tom comes back around and says, we have to write Roseanne out of the episode. We're like, you do know it's called Roseanne. <laughs> right. Uh, she's going to get electric shock and she'll be back next week. Like, what? Go, go back to your office and figure it out. Wow. And she was gone for the week and that was when we got Vicki Lawrence to come in that episode where oh. she played Dan's old girlfriend and we got to film the next week where she did like a phone call or something. And was she wasn't in it, she wasn't in that episode? No, we filmed it later. Oh. Just to oh, just tease, a, just because Oh, I do remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and then at the end, you know how we did those crazy tags? Uh-huh. I was obsessed with the song The, the Night That The Lights Went Out in Georgia. Yeah. You know, Vicky oh, Lawrence yes. sang the song. And we're like, mm-hmm. but what the hell does it mean? <laughs> so I came up with this idea that she explains it with a chalkboard That's and then they still go, it doesn't fucking Amazing. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I know. Crazy. You know. Truly, I I'm, I'll talk that uh, the book. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. buying. You gotta get that in the book. book. Yeah. The I mean, book. I actually can't even. That'll ooh, yeah. Yeah. And then I have, a, then I have a whole chapter called "The Next Lucy" because we've been to many Gemini uh, meetings with actresses, and we're always called in. Someone so wants to do a TV series. I'm like, well, you meet with them. You know, it's one week. We got called up. Get up to Diana Ross's house. Do you want to go there? I'm like, I uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no thanks. Absolutely. Like, I mean, no, she's not doing a TV show, but and they but, all say they want to be the next Lucy. We're yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, we went up there and we talked. And I'm from Detroit, and so I'm like, I got to just pick her brain about what it was like growing up in Detroit. And, right. Yeah. So we met a lot That's of cool. very interesting women so that they'll be pitches that could have been a waste now of time I'm but they're not no. now I'm obsessed with the concept of a Diana Ross sitcom <laughs> like it would be terrible the next Lucy. but I would watch yeah. every, every single well, episode I mean, every single it could have been like <laughs> the Sybil Shepherd show she, we could have created something something yeah we never even got to like you know I've had many pieces of paper and documents made of what about this person and you know and their I love so that the a, next Lucy thing though. That's amazing. That was always there. Yeah. there you know. And then some people we met with Terry Hatcher and you know what kind of character you want. And she was like, I really want nice clothes. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> top of the list. Right. Really sweet. So I think yeah. she's really great. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but that was something she really thought was, was truly. I bet it could just be like a 24 hours of just talking to you with stories that would blow our minds yeah. and I'm, I'm ready to blow yeah we <laughs> we're gonna turn the camera yeah truly at this point let's just get it over with uh, well, I do have another sorry oh, you first well there is an interesting question from uh, our chat room okay. uh, Jason and I've actually always kind of thought this too um, but he wants to know your take do you feel that um, shows like Sex in the City and Girlfriends and those like female driven friend shows stem from Golden Girls Hi, Jason. Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. But if you think back in the history of like drama, you think like Three Sisters. It's mm-hmm. a classic setup mm-hmm. uh, of wi- a group of women being together. So I guess Golden Girls owes it to that. But then Golden Girls really broke the mold on that. Sure. And we had designing women and yes. girls and girlfriends and Sex in the City. And I, I love Sex in the City. I got oh my to, God, me too. I got to walk through her closet. <gasps> I met Michael Patrick King on Fire Island. Oh. And oh. Yeah, that was. I mean, I mean. What a moment. Oh. What, was that? what was that? Just uh, oh, the just, gay oh, gods. Yeah. The gay gods. Michael Patrick King and the clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I was just give me two minutes in here so I could just soak in. Oh, and now being in in her closet and uh, wow, it I was would've... very interesting because a friend of mine, uh, Michael Engler, who I went to NYU with, mm -hmm. happened to be directing that episode, and just by perchance they said come by. And I was like, it was the last season of it, and I was like. I've got to talk them into one more season. Yeah, and I tried so hard, guys. Oh. I'm really sorry. But oh, they just <laughs> but they made the movie. Yeah, right. Yes. So there we go. And yes. there's talks of there's a, a more. third. Talks yeah. of yeah. another yeah. one. Yeah. Long, I love it. As long as they stay in this country, I think. We're yes. yes. Right. Yes. No yes. more Abu yes. Dhabi. We don't need that. I Although think, yeah. I didn't mind, but you know, that's a, <laughs> you're a true fan. I am. I I feel like I'm a Carrie. But okay. friends say that I'm more of a Charlotte, but I'm just going to stick with Carrie. Yeah, okay. as you should. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. love, we love. Her. We love all of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that and was fun to go to there and sit and have lunch and cross oh, with Carrie. Cross so. with Carrie, and I'm like, just be cool, be cool. Oh <laughs> yeah. I think she's my fantastic. God, I love yeah. that. I can't imagine. Was, love that. Uh, was it, well, my question was going to be, there's always rumors of B, B Arthur being difficult to work with not, uh, getting annoyed with Betty White even though I know they were friends did you find that to be true or has it kind of been built up I really? she was standoffish as well just as her per I like she liked she, everyone because she's so imposing uh -huh. yeah. so I'm like oh, I'm scared and one time we ended up in an elevator with her after a table read I'm like <laughs> we'll, we can wait for the next one I'm like get in I'm like okay and I just looked down because she doesn't wear shoes because uh -huh. she likes to have open toes and I looked down and to me as I remember, it looked like The Hobbit. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, nails and things. Oh, so I was oh like, my God. Really, but she, I learned, was just really sweet and scared and, and, and sensitive. And yeah, so yeah. I think she kind of had this strong vibrato that, you know, would maybe push people away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but she was a very tender, sweet person. Years later, we ran into her. Uh, at a movie theater in Santa Monica, and she was out on a movie day with Angela Lansbury. Oh, the two of them, like Mame, yeah, Re right. reunion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that Don Roos movie? Um, object with Lisa Kudrow and oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I remember the movie. Cause of I was course just, like, not. Watching them. Sure. Of yeah. course they're not. laughing at all the dirty stuff. And like, like, oh my god! This like, is could y'all get up and sing bosom buddies, <laughs> and we can just like cut Forget the movie? Yeah. I, <laughs> the two of them together, wouldn't be able to handle that. Yeah. No, I would have. Um, yeah. I would have dropped dead. <laughs> Truly, like that would have been it. Um, you know, there were issues with Betty between the two of them. Yes, yeah. Oh, Murray, we're not talking about that yet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell by your face. Is that, is that we're safe, saving that saving, for saving after. Saving for the book. Yeah. <laughs> but after, even after Buzz. Yeah. Even yes. to, overall, you would agree that they did all get along, for, for the most part, get along and, and like each other? Yes. Okay, yeah, I thought, a pause oh, that pause, there. I was like, oh my God, it's a no! <laughs> um, we felt the tension, okay. and because I knew Estelle... She felt the tension mm, a lot. Yeah. And um, we we didn't know about the Alzheimer's or dementia that yeah. she was experiencing. Oh, she started so, during the show? Well, she did was... not do the lines. And we well, yeah. thought two things. One, maybe because um, it changed. When she was used to a theater play where you did the right. same lines every day for you know eight months or something, we were changing stuff. Not getting on pages on tape day. I yeah. know. That yeah. would be different. So and we thought, well, she's out like having a party because she, here she is, a sudden star, and worked so hard her whole life, and suddenly a star, she should stay home and learn her lines. We didn't know. So if you look at a lot of episodes, she's uh, eating raisins. They put started writing them on her hand. Oh, so that's oh. Like that. But it sent her into therapy more than one day a week. And, um, and you know, that was very difficult. But tension yeah. added to it. Yes. And, you know, Betty would joke about it in her way, which is very dry and sarcastic, but I think it was still, it, it made Estelle feel less than. You know, mm -hmm. why are these three women? It's so easy for them. And why am I having a hard time? Because she so, didn't realize either. At the no, I yeah. didn't know. And so it was just, you know, yeah, oh. so that, that, that was a little sad. But That's, yeah, t very. But they got they, they all won. What was this question? Yeah, it was oh, about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. about me. Well, uh, it got okay, me all yeah, hot and bothered because you... Tension confirmed. Yes. <laughs> so well, we wait. that book, man, you sold me on that book if yeah. nothing else. I don't even how how would you sell a book? I gotta figure that one out. Uh, yeah. Well you I, well, I, it sounds I like you were able to. I, I feel like you've yeah. already started. So okay. yeah. 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 Watch Truly. Okay. You've sold your first three copies. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the phone will be like did it so that book you mentioned on yeah. that after buzz let's show. Let's it. let's start working let's on that. Go to yeah. uh In my spare time. on a on yeah. a gay tour and just list the women that you've just talked about and I think you got your bestseller. All the Brady books. Exactly. It's yes. literally never ending. But yes. the Shelley Long stories. Yeah. Oh, uh, Shelley! Oh, that. yeah. That's <laughs> another episode. Okay. We gotta have yes. you back. Uh, we'll and RuPaul. <laughs> so that was my idea to cast RuPaul in. Oh yeah, in the movie. yeah. So we were like, should it be Jennifer Lewis? Who should it be? Like we were reading all these actresses. Yes. And I was at Revolver. 
point one. It was yeah, point one, and that supermodel song came on. And, you know, of course, it was so intoxicating. Yeah. Only in gay bars at first, remember? Sure, right. Sure. I went to work the next day and goes, I have a crazy idea. You're never, they're never going to go for it at Paramount, a big studio. Yeah. But what if we cast RuPaul as Mrs. Cummings, the guidance counselor? Oh, that's and amazing. I, somehow we got the video through casting, and Betty Thomas, the director, was like, oh my God, this is really fantastic. And good for her. She pushed it through the studio. Really said, here's $15 million, just go make the movie. We don't understand what you're doing. With it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the we don't get anything. And it but at least they knew that maybe it wasn't for them to understand, but they, they didn't knew care. It. Yeah. it was like, $15 million is nothing to them. Yeah. Right. And then at the first screening, the Sherry Lansing, the head of Paramount, goes, oh, this is what you were doing with <laughs> um, And then I went to the taping, the filming that day, and I said, uh, it wasn't in the script, I said, when she leaves, just said, Jan, you better work. Betty's like, why would she say that? I'm like, just film it and we can maybe use it later. Yeah. And then the song exploded. And oh, the song exploded after. After, oh, we great. Did, after we made the movie yeah. and she's cutting it. Yeah. And Betty got the song and she played the that little bit of the underneath it. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, so it was perfectly current. Wow. And perfect. Oh, I mean, what a, I, like, but who knew? That of course. Time was, but you did. It. There we go. It was the you. Inspiration. This yeah. is a song. Oh, look oh. at the lights. Always yeah. I, me. I remember being uh, a little tiny top for Christ in Germany <laughs> and um, and seeing this video and I was like, oh, you know, I like this. But I totally thought it was a woman. Sure, when I'm sure yeah. your mom so didn't had me full. <laughs> she and got then you. when they said to do the sequel, the very first thing I thought of was the Moesha, Moesha, Moesha. Because mm. it was going to be in the summer and they're like, we have to have RuPaul back. How do we get her in during the summer to be a teacher? Yeah, right. She'll right. the pool with her three daughters. And that joke just stayed... <laughs> <laughs> the very uh, beginning, I was like, oh, "That is yeah. so Too amazing!" Good. And yet, I, he still hasn't asked me to be on the show or nothing, oh. or even know who I am. Yeah, oh. like, I, yeah. I'm always like, "I'm Stan Zimmerman." <laughs> I, it was yeah, my yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you were in that, but moment. I still think he's fantastic. Yeah. Sure. And I saw him at the Pride March, and he spoke so yeah, eloquently. it was wonderful. So I, I got so emotional that yeah. day. It was really, and he looked fantastic. So yeah, yeah. And what he's, he's doing is beyond amazing. I love that. I'm still in awe that Christine Taylor looked so much like Marine McCormick. How crazy! Well, her and Jennifer Lee Cox. So we yes. came in there, and when we saw them, we're like we got to write more for them. So yeah. right. just, they locked us in literally half the size of this room and less air conditioning. And they kept, <laughs> I, can't ima- I can't imagine. No, that was not good. And we just kept writing crazy stuff for them, and and so we just had a ball with that. That, that was so great, so cool. Oh. Okay, I, I don't want to run out of time before okay. the true. Piece de resistance okay, yes. of Silver Foxes. Yes, yeah. We talked about it on the show two weeks ago, three weeks ago, but I want you to okay. explain it. It's a pilot that you wrote. Yes, we wrote a pilot, and it's um, it's not a reboot of Golden Girls, right. so everyone can calm. I know, it's really bad. Because people yeah. online, and then I get into a whole discussion, don't f- mess with that. Right, it's not. right. But sure. obviously, it's inspired by them. It's right, it's, and it's a good that. way to sell it without. Yes. Yeah, not so as a reboot, but as a. An homage. Inspired by yes, yeah. So it's for but from the writers of. So it's like that's why go. to me it's exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. like not someone else doing it that would that would offend me. Right. It's you guys who wrote it. So great. So come on, guys. right? Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll 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 treat you nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So we created a show about four men that live in Palm Springs, and our models were literally George Takei. Yeah, uh, that got kicked out for "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," and mm-hmm. his lover, ex-lover, who he's lived with, and Bruce Valanche did it in this reading, and. Um, and then we have Leslie Jordan, who's the gayest man in the world. Yeah. Yes. I mean, all yeah. the place. So what we found out, we were watching this documentary called uh, Gen Silent. Mm-hmm. And it talked about how uh, LGBT community, uh, when they go into assisted living, are have to go back in the closet at certain assisted living places. And I did not know about any of this. Oof. And it was so shocking to think you struggled to get out your whole life and then suddenly having to go back in Truly. the closet. So we made that part of the pilot. They go to visit him because he had a mishap with a George Foreman grill. His family, <laughs> his family put him into assisted living. They go there on his birthday with a penis cake and uh-huh. butt balloons. <laughs> and he's there watching the game while being macho. And they're like, what the hell's going on? Oh what God. kind of medication you on? Finds out what why he has to do that. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Bruce Valanche goes, pulls a Dixie Carter and rants and gets him kicked out. And he moves in with them. And Todd Sherry from... Uh, Parks and Rec plays the twink 
Uh, he's a twink boy. <laughs> he's amazing. amazing. One he's of their uh, friends. I love and him. He has revolving twins, so they don't even know his name. So like, what did you know his name? I don't know. So just call him the twink. Oh my god, I love and that. And their <laughs> friend breaks up with him. We never see him, and he ends up staying at the house with them. We have two lesbian power lesbian couple from LA that live next door, and they're out to buy their house. So uh, you know, they start knocking on the wood. They're gonna knock this oh, wall down, oh and every season they'll buy a house around them, but they're. Around that. And Sherry O'Terry. Yes, and I saw that. Danielle Gaither did the reading. She's from Man TV. That's and Lisa yes. Peterman from Reben Baby Daddy played the woman at the uh, assisted living place. And we did a reading in my living room because I wanted to just hear it with real people. Sure. Right. Right. I, I called George. I didn't know George. Leslie, I said, I don't have a script. Here's a date. I want to do this. And they all said yes. And then it became this epic afternoon. And we Smart invited people. writer friends to hear to help punch up. And it was this crazy thing. And um, It's just such a exciting idea because yeah. even with it you being you guys it's not a reboot of okay well let's have Dorothy Blanche Sophia yeah. it's with the it's the people who I feel loved it most gay mm-hmm. men getting to now be the stars of it I mean I'm obsessed and I haven't even seen it giving voice to people of that age exactly and, and all the stuff they're going right. through and also coming together and forming their own family like Golden Girls right. did, yeah. and how you survive and helping each other through you know, which can be some difficult either health issues or just being alone in the world. Obviously, they all have families and stuff that will come through like Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, and so it's been great with that and the outpouring of love with people that are so excited because it just kind of exploded virally. Yeah. And so that's been great. But then it's also been very difficult to hear the resistance still in Hollywood and the community mm. of still homophobia and ageism is still alive. And so that's what's upset me in the last week, that people can literally say, well, the demo, the characters are too old. Like, can you imagine saying they're too Jewish, they're too black, yeah. they're too... Right. Can you imagine? You said like, that out loud, yeah. you know? You can't but say also, that. But also, meanwhile, it's the very thing they said about the Golden Girls 30 years ago. Yeah, and so luckily, the, the Golden Girls was created by people at NBC. Uh-huh. They came up with the concept. If I had gone in back then and yeah. pitched it, never it never would have happened. Sure. Right. So we're still fighting battles how many years later to get but as I tell people about the show all people young old love Golden Girls to this day all people will love Silver Foxes all age so I would love to find a home hopefully Netflix Hulu if you're listening that's what I was just going to say buy it pick it up (laughs) we've got the cast the writing staff I would love actors to come on the show right yes well and it's funny because we were talking about this i don't think on the air but um about palm springs and like going because we love palm springs Uh so much and going all the time and like and some some of our friends that are younger than us i'll just call them out (laughs) we're like so you mean for like white party and we're we're like like, no for a weekend to like sing show tunes at spurline like what do you mean like (laughs) Like that no, happens. like so like true. we're fine. We, we actually love it. You're like right. we actually For actually that. love it. Yeah. We talk. It was Ross Matthews that we were talking. Yeah, because well, he's a yes, big fan. Because he's like the Palm Springs. But that's, uh, king. literally when I said it, it, the life he talks about in Palm Springs is my new goal. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it just but it's crazy. it's it is funny that there is still a little bit of like. You know, with the younger, those totally. younger kids. Well, but I'm going to have to visit this Oh, you have, oh, you have to come you to this magical to. oasis. Yeah. Why? It, don't you think that there are so many different networks and digital and streaming that, like, is it, does it make it even more frustrating to hear resistance when there clearly is a home and an audience for almost anything? It'd be one thing if people read it and then commented, but the fact that there's even, so many layers, whether it's, I don't know, agents or producers won't even get it to the people that they have connections to because yeah. of fear. That's and crazy. I don't live out of fear. I, 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 years ago, I came up with this, I take fear off the table. So I just don't That's want great. it in my life. I don't like the anxiety, any of that. Yeah. I just can't live like that. So when I see that fear-based, why they can't, you know, let me have Bob Greenblatt at NBC say, I read it, I don't get yeah. it or something. Exactly. Right. Don't tell me he might not like it. Right. So, oh, I exactly. hate when that happens when yeah. someone speaks for someone else because you really don't know don't what that sure. person. No, it's better to like. collect the no from the source yeah. and then be like, okay, well then I can deal with that. Here it's straight from the horse's mouth, yeah. as my mom would say. Right. So I'm going to now it's become political for me. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Really good. Be, yeah. So it's much more than a TV show. Great. I want to give voice to these characters. Absolutely. And so I'm going to make it somehow. If not. I'm going to crowdsource and, Ple- and do I th- it. I think you I could make... something in my web series literally for $25,000. Yeah. And I've gotten great people from Barry Bostwick and Sandra Bernhardt and 
Gr- great mini Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so I'll do it that way if I have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good. They're not going to stop me. Thank That's God, awesome. because I do need to see it, but I think but people need to see it. How would it be if we did have the budget? Like, it would be great. Oh, of you course. Know, like they're doing for Fuller House and One Day at a Time. Right, like, let's yeah. right. And uh, Mr. Henry in the chat just said that Netflix should do it. He was saying that they have Grace and Frankie. Someone and so, is reading you know, there so, yeah, as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Go, okay, good. Good. Fingers Great. crossed. Good. But if you can, write them an email and say... Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yes, what can we do? I write Netflix and Hulu right now and say Great. we really want to see Silver Foxes. And hopefully that can kind of change, At least change the storyline. And that's, that's a good thing about like this day and age and millennials and social media is that we, we can now have a voice. We can resist and we can make a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how Veronica we, Mars came back. Yeah, it is. Correct. It is a. There are so many options in so many ways. Silver Foxes is happening. Yes. I feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I am melting right now, but I got, I have a, <laughs> I got even hotter good. thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, we have to wrap up, but quickly, I do want to talk about sex and execs and skirt chasers. Yeah. Uh, uh, on telefilms.com, the yeah. only lesbian content website, and they've been so great to me, and they've given me an opportunity to direct for the first time on film. Yes. And so, Kristen Baker, I owe her everything, and I thank Leah Delaria, who agreed to sing the theme song. Uh, from Orange is the oh, New I didn't, Black. Yeah, I didn't know she was. She's did an sing. amazing, oh, wow. uh, if you don't know her singing oh, yeah, jazz she's singer. She's great. Oh, I forgot. I did. Yeah, fantastic. I forgot. Check her out online. Get her yeah, she's video. amazing. But she does a version of Sweeney Todd, Jill Gildock. Oh, my God. I, so, no, that'll, yeah, be so, my, that'll be my nighttime okay, viewing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's a great place to take series that we couldn't, again, sell because it had a lesbian character. Right. And they bought their, the networks bought their one gay show of the year. So luckily, <laughs> so Kristen crazy. and Telefilm said, here, you make it. And we're hoping that when people see that, that we can go on and, and yeah. get that on a network. Good. And where is it? Telefilms.com? Telefilms.com. Great. It's like four some dollars a, a month and you can see all the episodes. And, Amazing. Awesome. And uh, we put ourselves up for Emmy consideration. So That's so cool. Good. Yeah, yeah yes. for sure. Yes. I love it. Are you, um, what is there any any other plays coming up? I know you already did six, but any that you can just four. let people know? Only four, oh, okay. four in six months. Yes. Okay, I'm having six a reading on Sunday with Melissa Peterman and Marissa Jared Winoker. Oh, like how cool is that? Yay. So and cool. I have some crazy things happen in my living room Gosh. And, and play readings too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But I, I love it. There you go. Oh, how do we get on that invite list? but new. Which invite list? Either. Yeah. Any. And I have a musical that I did with. Megan Hilty a reading of using TV theme songs bringing it back to the Golden Girls thank you for being a friend oh, and we do sing that on the show amazing. along with Good Times and uh, I love that. and I love all, Megan all the Hilty. shows and tra- oh, she did a version awesome. of Charles in Charge oh. sang it as a power ballad oh. like, I, got, I got shivers she did Everything. such a beautiful that sounds job amazing. yeah she is she's the best Oh, I love making Check, g- Just uh, suggestion: go on Stan's IMDb page yeah, and just yes. watch it all from top to bottom. Yep. And I'm assuming everyone here has seen every episode of Golden Girls. But if you have not here watching, I know I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've just about seen every episode, maybe even borderline twice. Okay. Oh, yeah. definitely for me. Yeah. When I yeah. when an episode comes on that I'm like barely remember, it's the most exciting thing. Right? <laughs> I'm like shocked. It's like Christmas yeah. morning. It, truly. Yeah. yeah. Um, well. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for inviting me. In. Yes, Please, everyone. You. We needed more time because I feel like we haven't. E- we barely. Oh, well, I have so so much. We have to so bring Stan back. Yeah. Yes. Now we know. Now we. Thank you. Know. Get the air conditioning Hello? for next. This never. Yeah. This was just a, your lucky clothes. treat. That's, that's fine, Nita. It, okay. Whatever you want to do, but it normally it's cold. I yeah. Think yeah. The that's why I barely moved because I feel like any more movement will make me hotter. And right now I'm catching hotter. Oh well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sweat drips into my mouth from. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for being friends. Oh, let's say our names. I'm Adam Salandra. Find me on Instagram, gushing over Golden Girls at Adam Salandra. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Lounge with Tony or my website, loungewithtony.com. And you can find me everywhere at Blake McIver. And thank you to Stan Zimmerman, our guest, who you can find at Zimmerman Stan, but no Twitter. We're boycotting Twitter. Huge champion. <laughs> all right, goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.